One of the main ingredients in our product line, Saffron, has been proven over and over again in clinical double-blind placebo trials to be an effective form of treatment for depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Saffron has been used by many cultures for thousands of years for these purposes, and now the research is here to finally back it up, proving that plant medicines and ancient healing practices can actually be an effective alternative to pharmaceuticals. From caffeine-free latte powders to saffron baths and capsules, there's something for any modern woman looking for ancient healing. Again, that's code the fullest podcast at checkout for 15% off. I hope you enjoy your new daily saffron ritual. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick, and today's guest is Dr. Jonathan Leary, founder and CEO of Remedy Place. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to chat with you about Remedy Place. For those of you that haven't heard about Remedy Place yet, it's a social wellness club founded by Dr. Jonathan Leary, who I'm so excited to get into your background, but you have a doctorate in chiropractic medicine that gave you that foundation in anatomy, physiology, neuroscience, clinical nutrition, all the above. And like you've put together some incredible treatments. And, you know, I just would love to get started with a little bit more about you and your background and how you chose the specific treatments that you did for Remedy Place. Yeah, so I've been working on Remedy for almost 11 years now. It was my original practice idea. And when I was going through my doctorate, every Sunday I would work on the business plan. And when I finished school, I went to the bank. The business plan at that time was like 158 pages long. And I thought I could just easily get a business loan. I come to find out the woman at the bank kind of chuckled and she's like, sir, you know, this is amazing, but you have no money and you have all this student loan debt. How am I supposed to give you a loan? And I was like, well, that's why I need a loan come to find out that that's not how it works. So I pivoted and opened up a concierge practice. I opened the concierge practice, not to be fancy, but because it was honestly the cheapest option. And from there, I had my private practice for five years. And my private practice was a sports medicine practice where it was a blend of chiropractic, physiotherapy, Chinese medicine, functional medicine, and basically like a non-surgical, non-drug approach to surgery prevention and chronic pain rehabilitation. But the coolest thing about that was I got to use those five years in practice really to understand what worked, what didn't work, what did my patients like, what did they not like, what were their common problems, what were their common stressors, and really just got to listen to them. And during that time, I also got to really learn the business side. So understood, understanding what it takes to you know, raise money and, and build a business that's scalable and luckily, a lot of my patients kind of became my mentors. You know, I got to work with some of the, the coolest people in the world, and I got a lot of time with them. So while I was helping them, you know, we'd always be talking about Remedy Place. And I just found so much on my own from like the clinical evidence and just market research and then talking with these brilliant minds. And then I was finally able to open. And that first club was opened almost three and a half years ago. Oh, I guess like, yeah, almost three and a half years ago now. And that was our first club. That's amazing. And that was in New York City, right? 
that was in West Hollywood. So the first club was in West Hollywood. New York just opened in September. Oh, okay. I didn't realize the first one was LA. So you were practicing your, your concierge wellness practice was in LA as well? Yeah, but I traveled a lot with my patients. So I was based in LA, but I was kind of all over the place. You've been working on this for so long. Obviously, it's like a dream come true. But was it, did you end your concierge practice or is it incorporated into Remedy if someone wants to see you? Yeah, so I basically blended in my entire practice into Remedy, but I slowly transitioned most of actually all my patients over to our other doctors in the space. You know, the end goal for me is really to leave an impact and, and really positively change our healthcare system. And I found that I don't think I can accomplish that mission seeing one patient at a time. And the goal of Remedy is so big where I know that the only way to change healthcare is to really have a platform and then to use that platform to really just teach people and shift the awareness and show people what their options are and teach them how to take care of themselves. And I think seeing my patients was so fulfilling and so incredible and I, and I do miss it, but it's really hard to scale a business and to you know fulfill growing this platform and have patients at the same time. So I'd be, when I first started that first year, I was still seeing patients and I would be on an investment call, closing a real estate deal, doing the design, talking through like trainings and then jump in with a patient and then go back to it. And sometimes I just found that I wasn't present. And although my patients really never noticed, I just felt as though, you know, I wasn't a hundred percent fair. So shifting my energy to the business, growing the platform, and then utilizing all the incredible doctors on our team to just continue the care. It's actually been a really seamless transition. Yeah. Energetically, it's just too much for one person to, and I love that. Like you want to be, you want your patients to have someone who's fully present and in there. And obviously I'm sure it was, it's a, you know, people always want like the founder or the person that started it, but it's nice that once you get acclimated to like the other people, you're the one that chose them and trained them and they work with you. So they're just like an extension of you. Yeah. I mean, our team's amazing. Like they're the coolest group of doctors and, you know, we all can deliver the same level of care and education. I'm just really fortunate to have an incredible team around me. I love that your background is in chiropractic medicine because I really believe that that's the education most doctors are lacking and need um, to get to root cause healing. So it obviously makes sense that you created um, Remedy Place as a result of like your education and experience. And I think one of the things I admire so much about a chiropractic medicine is that idea that I know we really believe and share about on, at the fullest. And I know Remedy Place obviously stands for is this idea that the body has a natural ability and inclination to heal itself. And I think it, we're just working at it in such a backwards way most of the time in our modern society. But luckily, there are places like Remini Place that are bringing body back to balance, back to homeostasis with these amazing treatments. And I'd love for you to kind of get into it, some of them because I know you offer like hyperbaric and I worked with a doctor who supported my natural healing from Hashimoto's and we really utilize like hyperbaric oxygen therapy, acupuncture, and just all natural medicine, all these different remedies that I know 
you offer at Remedy Place. People, I think, are still trying to figure out like what that is. Maybe they're more familiar with like a cold plunge and sauna and getting like that contrast, but maybe yeah. still like nervous about that. So tell us like where you see people more likely, like what treatments are more likely to do and if like the other stuff is still newer and scarier to them. <laughs> yeah, no, to start where you began with the body is like a innate ability to heal itself. I think it, it makes sense to a lot of people when you just explain it. It's like when you get a cut, the body knows how to scab over and heal. When you break a bone, the body knows how to repair or rebuild the bone. When you put the body in the right state and you give it what it needs and take away what it doesn't need, that's what we're designed to do. And it's really incredible how powerful and I mean, it's so hard to even compromise the healing capabilities of the human body because we're so complex. And I think what I found was when you just give the body what it needs, like I was saying, it knows how to heal itself. I just think that we're stressing the body in so many ways and not giving it its maintenance that a lot of the times we eventually just break and that's where we're sick. And when you look at just like conventional treatment plans, it's like if you're in pain, for example, because a lot of my practice started off with like the surgery prevention or the chronic pain rehabilitation, you cannot have pain if the body's properly moving. And I think when we look at how we normally treat pain, it's either go and rest, which being stagnant is probably one of the worst things that you can do for pain, or we can give you pain medication to numb the pain, which is great for when you're in that extremely uncomfortable state where you need help because it's that uncomfortable. But if you think that numbing the pain, which is caused because you're not moving properly, what happens is you'll start moving around, but then you're not actually feeling the things that are irritating it. So when the pain medication wears off, all of a sudden you're in more pain because you were aggravating it the whole time. When the first thing we need to do is just restore motion and fix those biomechanics, because that's going to increase blood flow, it's going to decrease the inflammation. And it's really, it's kind of wild. And you look at that into every aspect of most things, it's like, all right, you have high blood pressure. Let's not look at the plaque buildup. Let's just thin the blood or, you know, there's so many things where we're like, okay, we're just treating the symptom, but we have to get to the root cause. And the root cause is always really just allowing the body to do what it does best. And that's kind of what remedy is, you know, everything in there from all the alternative medicine doctors to all of what we call the tech remedy treatments, they're just putting your body in the best state. And although a lot of them seem super new, all of these things have been around for a really long time. And that's where my practice started with just sports and all of my athletes had access to a lot of these things. And for me, I was always like, it's so crazy to think that I'm only working with the healthiest bodies in the world and look at how much maintenance they're getting. Look at how much they're doing so that they can perform and, and perform as them, their best, like best self. But the average person, why aren't they doing these preventative measures? Why aren't they doing things to be better or to perform better or to feel better? And that's really where I opened up my practice to people in the music and film industry and these corporate level executives, because we're all stressing our body. And stress is inevitable, but we're all trying to perform in life and be our best version of ourselves in order to be our best version and also perform in any manner, whether it's performing as a, a parent, as a partner in the workplace, we need to perform. So it's really interesting 
seeing that shift where a lot of my patients, no matter who they who they were or their profile they had or the means that they had, they're like, they thought all this stuff was so foreign. I'm like, oh no, no, this has been around forever. You know, these are these were my athletes do. And then when they started seeing the results over and over again, they're like, why isn't everyone doing this? And that's where I was like, okay, you know, more and more of a reason that remedy place needs to really just raise the awareness to show people how to take care of themselves and, and all the things that they can do to feel better, if that makes sense. Hey everyone, I am so excited to share with you a company that I've admired for so long called Shepherd's Dream. They've been devoted to making the highest quality all natural bedding on earth made from eco wool, organic cotton and responsibly sourced latex. The reason I love their heirloom quality mattresses so much is because not only are they free of anything harmful, chemical, or synthetic, but they actually offer all wool, 100% wool mattresses that don't have any springs in them. And from some of my interviews in the past, I've actually learned that some of these springs can be conducting energy along with different telephone poles, wires, cell phone towers, things like that. So if you really want the most restful sleep that also is not conducting any energy in terms of EMFs, this is the mattress to go for, to have for your family so that you're wrapped in pure, safe, healthy, luxurious comfort that's gonna last for years. Discover the practical magic of mattresses and bedding that honor you and the earth. For 10% off your Shepherd's Dream order, use code THEFULLEST at checkout. I think that the more remedy places there are, the more you know people have access to this. It's not just like, I mean, my doctor too, similar to like working with you. It was just like very high end, very tough to get in and see him. And I always thought the same thing. Like, why doesn't everyone have the opportunity to go do these things? And Remedy Place is offering it. But do you think like for the super average person, like, do you ever see a time where this can like, like insurance would see the benefit to having like to covering any of these costs? Well, I want to touch on insurance, but also just like society too. It's like, I'd love for you to touch on like the insurance aspect, but then the mindset of society when like today, like the talk today is all about like how celebrities are just going on Ozempic and like everyone just wants to lose weight and go on Ozempic. You know what I mean? It's like so yeah. backward. I'm so curious what your thoughts are on on both of those. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting, right? I mean, health in America is pretty bad. You know, the, last year was the third year in a row that life expectancy went down. People are sicker than they've ever been, you know, from a mental health standpoint to cancer, to diabetes, to obesity, like we're just, we're, we are trending in the wrong way, which means that we have to change. Like what we're doing isn't making people healthy. And I think as more companies, as like Remedy grows and more companies like Remedy grow and alternative medicine becomes more mainstream and the awareness just changes. Once there's enough awareness that we're like, wait, this is actually how you fix things. This is actually how you make people healthy. This is actually how we solve a lot of these issues. I feel like there has to be a point where government has to step, sit, step in and be like, okay, this we have to change our healthcare. But that kind of goes into your whole entire bigger question where it's like, how can everyone have access? And I think right now, for me, the goal is I need to grow a platform to shift the awareness so that this whole entire viewpoint on everything can change. And 
as that becomes more mainstream, it allows everything to become more and more affordable. But at the very least, like I want Remedy Place to be a free educational platform because I think the foundational pillars of health don't cost anything, right? So if you're in pain, which most people are in pain outside of the common cold, the second most common reason why people miss work in America is just low back pain, not pain in general, just low back pain. And if you think about that, it's like if people knew how to move and restore motion within their body, they could become pain free. So it's like finding ways to provide people with education to learn how to move and how to, to like either fix biomechanics or release certain joints or muscle. There's so many things that can be done that the patients can do on their own. So that's one. Nutrition, no matter what the diet, there's always ways to work with that based on any budget, right? Just understanding healthier alternatives or what is healthy, what isn't healthy based on your options. Like, you know, like I, when I look at food, I feel like anything that you put in your body is either fueling or fighting disease. So it's like, is this thing that I'm ingesting, is it helping or is it not helping? You know, and I think people were never taught that. So, you know, understanding we have the movement, we have the nutrition. And then when we get to mental health, like the practices to learn how to be present, how to handle stress or anxiety, how to work within like certain meditations or breath work, a lot of those things can also be free. And then when we're looking that that completes like this trilogy of, okay, here's my nutrition. This is how I move. This is how I take care of my mental health. And then the external factors of self-care, you know, like what are the simple practices? Like, do I have access to a shower? All right, I'm going to do cold showers every day. That can make a huge impact. Or, you know, how do I establish more healthy connections with human beings? Because human connection, we're finding more and more reasons on how this is a vital, important part to our health is to make sure that we are around people and have healthy relationships. So someone teaching hey, here are like the bare minimums and here's how to set healthy foundations and here's how to communicate. If we can just create this whole entire platform to provide all that for free, that's going to take care of a large majority of the issues that we have today. And then your second question, did you go right to Ozempic or was that your third question? No, I went right into Ozempic. Well, I completely agree with you on that. And I think that the education piece is so important. And I share the same thoughts with you on like having really a platform for people to go to and look to because it's different than just going on Google and searching something like it's really tested and like really backed by, you know, your work and what has been effective. And there's like that component to it. But I also, I think like a big component is in terms of like lifestyle and really following through is really this idea of like consistency or rituals or like whatever someone really wants to call it. And that's what's so beautiful, right? About remedy is like this place that you can continue to go to, whether it's your part of your daily, weekly, monthly routine like incorporating those things into your everyday life. But then it's like, then I think people also are like, that's really hard. I found out that people do this other thing. It's really easy. They look great. And I'm just going to like continue on with eating this way, but just less or eating this way, just less smoking, drinking, being in a really shitty relationship, not like isolating myself and only being on social media. I mean, they're just like, you know, also there's like amazing habits and that's what you're creating. And I love, and then there's like 
not the best habits. And I think obviously it's just a matter of who you spend your time around and encouragement and, and really like this sense of community that Remedy Place is building, which is going to be infectious and contagious and like really exciting. I'm just wondering like what your thoughts are on like the other side of the coin when you go see a doctor and they just give you a band-aid treatment. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important for me to never like talk negatively about, um, you know, like traditional healthcare. So I think one huge advancements for, you know, emergencies, acute flare ups or modern medicine is, is, has saved people's lives. I just think that, you know, how our healthcare system has been put together is one. I mean, like, you don't get enough time with your patients to even understand them or teach them. I think like the, the last time I checked it, like the average doctor visit was eight minutes long in America. And it's like, I can't get to know you or what you have going on in eight minutes and teach you how to take care of yourself. So I think that's a big issue with time. And I also think that, you know, the medical school programs, like they're just learning more and more about pharmacology because medical doctors, they're, they're studying medicine. Like that's what, they went to school for, they're not studying all of these alternative remedies and all of these preventative care tactics. And I think that's really the big defining factor between alternative medicine doctors and medical doctors. And they're just doing exactly what they've been trained. And I think there's just this shift where people might not want to be on medication or they might not want to get surgery. And they're kind of left in this place of limbo because they are like, who do I go to and who do I trust? And there's also been such a bad rap in the past for alternative medicine as being like fake doctors. But I think it's drastically really shifting in a really cool way. And I love to see it, you know, and if you talk to any alternative medicine doctor, you know, we're seeing success like frequently, if not with every patient. And it's like, wow, like this stuff does work and there is science, but the awareness around it has been poor. And just because there hasn't been a lot of money to, to push it, a lot of people just don't understand it or see it where, you know, most, you know, pharmaceuticals, like they have so much money within their marketing budget. And that's why you see commercials and billboards, but it's very rare before like social media to see anything on things like acupuncture or chiropractic or meditation, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really good point. And think about that in terms of like social media being a really big factor in the growth of the like alternative and preventative medicine space. I mean, I think that's one of the, I don't think alternative medicine is good for our mental health, but one of the best things that I think that's come out of it is the awareness for all of these practices, because now you can put a video of someone doing an ice bath or acupuncture or cupping, and it can get millions of views where before you kind of just had to trust or hear a friend that had a success story. And it's all just about awareness. Yeah, I love that. So, okay. Tell us about LA and New York and you know, obviously you're building out the Remedy Place platform, it sounds like too, like online potentially education and stuff. But right now, you know, we have a lot of audience is based in LA and New York. So how can they go in and do a remedy? Like, is it you sign up, you become a member, or can you come and do a one-off? Yeah, so we are a fully inclusive club. So we've always been open to the public. Um, Anyone can book uh, reservation. We just make sure that they do it in advance because it's a little bit hard with walk-ins because our schedule is pretty packed. But then we also do have a membership. So our membership is really just a small community per club that's based on the square footage of the club that we allow you know people to apply and become members of 
that and they basically get a really discounted rate on a lump sum of treatments. And these are just people that we feel as though are good representation of the club that are motivating and inspiring and just leading by example to help us accomplish our mission. But you can always reach out to us on social media or if you call the clubs, we have a concierge on staff at both clubs at all times where they can answer any questions that you have, help you understand all the different remedies, what experiences, how to combine them. And also maybe just listen to like, hey, you might be jet lag off your flight. You might be in pain. You might have had too much fun the night before. You might just want it to optimize your health or find, you know, whatever practice that you can integrate into your routine. But our, our whole entire team is well versed and, you know, they've been trained and they really understand all this stuff. So I would say either calling the concierge or booking, booking a tour and then our remedy specialist can give you a whole entire tour of the space, get to know you a little bit better, teach you about each of the services in depth. And for what we're doing as a company and the new clubs, you know, you can always be part of our newsletter or follow us on social media. You know, we only have two clubs right now, but we have a decent amount in the works. So you'll start seeing us pop up a lot more and then branch into more extensions of the business, which is super exciting. And we're pretty transparent of our story and how we're building it, whether it's on my personal Instagram or on Remedy, because we want to bring people on this like journey and story with us. You know, I think it's really important that we want to build authentic relationships with all of our guests, not only to learn how to best take care of them, but also to be a part of this story because our mission is so big and the more people that can either be inspired or be a part of it or share, we just get to help more and more people as a result. That's so great. And can you like the aesthetic of the space is so beautiful and unlike any other place where you would go find these treatments. So yeah. can you share a and more about like the, the psychology of the design at Remedy Place and like what someone can expect for people who've like never even seen it. Yeah. So what I found in my practice, you know, there's a lot of things that I found, but one of them was I was treating my patients out of their homes. And when someone lets you into their home, their guards down, but they're also in their comfort zone. So I started seeing that my patients were healing a lot faster than I was expecting. And it became like, a common theme. And I was like, okay, you know, what are the other factors that could really be affecting this? And I just found that the environment, as we know, and as we become like more and more knowledge about, like understand more is that environment does play a major role in the healing process. And when you walk into like a clinic or a hospital, there's a thing called white coat syndrome. You know, your body naturally tenses, your heart rate can go up because you're not comfortable in that environment. So if you're not feeling well, and then you're going into an environment that's also negatively impacting your physiology, it's kind of counterintuitive. So when building remedy, I'm like, all right, how do I make it feel like you're at home? Like my patients were at home, but then also how can we manipulate the design to enhance the physiology from the moment that you walk in and have an opposite effect? So we look at everything that applies to your senses, to ergonomics, to flow, to materials, to lighting. I mean, you name it, just like there's a lot of psychology that goes into design. I mean, it's marketing. There's a lot of psychology that can be applied to design. And it was something that I knew nothing about. And then I just had a very clear vision of what I wanted Remedy to be and look like. And I kind of fell in love with the design aspect. So I think the coolest thing about 
future clubs and as we keep opening more and more is you're going to see the integration of really cool characteristics and qualities and like signature things that remedy will create once again just to enhance the physiology of the human body so that just walking into the club regardless of doing an experience or not that you start healing yeah i completely agree and i think you know a lot of times you walk in and it's either you know a space filled with fluorescent light white coats and just so sterile or even you know when it you talk about design and natural alternative medicine i've had the uh, opportunity to go see a lot of places that i love but it always felt you know more feminine maybe more geared towards me and i felt like your space just is really cool super refreshing somewhere i feel like anyone would really love to experience all of the treatments you bring in in such a unique way i really think your design is so spot on and cool i love it so it's important, you know, I, I completely agree. You want to be able to let go and feel, you know, you trust the the space that you're in, the people you're around, and you want it to make you feel good. It it definitely has an energy to it. So it's all a component, like you said, of healing. And, and I love what you've done. So Thanks. I hope everyone goes and checks out Remini Place if you're in LA and New York. And I'm excited to follow along your journey and see you know what you guys do where you expand to and i feel like there's just like a lot of synergy between our brands and we really come at it with like this ancient ritual approach with for the modern woman who's also you know going to incorporate these different aspects like i did into my routine with like hyperbaric and ivs and like all that so let's continue the conversation and and thank you so much for joining us of course thank you so much for having me